Hello, this is Fun Untitled, where we serve every podcast with an F.U. Today on Fun Untitled, we are going to go over Hunter Hunter, York New City Arc. But first, a little game for our competitor, Minty. Why don't you introduce yourself to our audience? Yo, I think this is one of the best anime arcs ever. Thank you. Yeah, 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 and I'm Annie, your lovely host. Now, under two minutes, name me as many of the Phantom Troop that is the main antagonist of this arc's powers. <laughs> okay, Krolo can steal. Nen. I don't need names, that would be too hard. <laughs> Uvo has super strength. Shoot, I think it's something more than just that too. Vacuum cleaner can... I think she can take usually inanimate, but I think it has to be one or the other for whatever job she's doing. You know what I mean? She can take inanimate? Yeah, like it can suck it up. Oh, gotcha. Machi can sew things up. Nobunaga, something to do with the sword. One minute left. Oh shit, I forgot the timer. Boobies can... has memory bullets. Uh, um, the real short one has really random powers. I think he can like almost do anything, but it's kind of like kite. It's like kind of random. And the uh, mummy guy. What's the thing? Is none of it. Oh, oh, cell phone. Mind control. And that's all the time we have left. The tiny one who looks like a mop can duplicate items. You goddamn fool. What? Yes. Oh, that one. Oh, that one. So yeah, that this is now. I'm not gonna be my Markiplier self. I'm my real self now. Man, if only you were Markiplier. If only. But he, right now he's like eating every single talky flavor. Talk? I don't. I haven't even had one. But we're here to go over, like we said, York New City, one of the best arcs of all animes. I guess it starts basically that Gon needs to gain Greed Island so that way he can follow in his father's footsteps. The only way to get Greed Island is to get a shit ton of money and buy it at an auction. Um, basic rundown, Hunter Hunter. It's a very easy plot. You're in a world. Everyone's a hunter. That's it. There's an evil group called the Phantom Troops who are like, we're gonna be black market hunters. And in one of those quests, they kind of went to um, a character named Kurapika's clan, and they kind of oopsie killed everyone and took their eyes. The Kutta clan. The Kutta clan. And then, I guess, where was Kurapika? I don't know. I've never seen the 1991. Was it 91 the first anime? Look at no, the... 99. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think it's that old. I think it's only been covered in 99, and maybe an OVA. That eye side looks really old. I don't know. So, yeah, Kurapika's went a little crazy. And I think this is the first arc where we just went hams to the wall with Nen abilities. Like, we learned what it was last arc. Now we're gonna see, like, 20 of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, because Golden Killer are two 12-year-olds in an adult world, so they need an adult. And that's when the Oreo comes back and helps them scam people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally 100%. Something about Hunter Hunter that's interesting is that there's, like, three subplots going on at all times. So let's go over <laughs> the first subplot real fast. So, Gon and Kilia needs to make a lot of money so they can bid in the York New City auction in order to buy Gon's father's video game. And basically, they ha- get a con man, they go on eBay, shits and giggles for all. Yeah, you get to learn a little bit about forgery. Yeah. And then the second subplot is Kurapika gets a job. Finally. <laughs> 
that bumps in a nomad forever. And so he gets a job. I forget what the family's name is. Oh God, what is that family name? But basically, his job is to protect a girl named Neon who has the net ability to um foresee the future. So a bunch of rich people are like, Oh, tell me about GameStop. Are those stocks gonna rise soon? I think she's helping her father cheat. Yeah, basically. And it's I always love the man who wrote haikus. Haikus. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> haikus a manga. It was like, wait, that doesn't sound right. I think he can make anything come true as long as he wrote it in the form of a haiku. Yeah, and I think he had to attach it to the item. Like, if you wanted a chair to explode, the haiku had to be on the chair. So yeah, Kurapika was girl bossing at that, and they're just like, I'm only here because I know this will get me somewhat closer to the Phantom Troop, the people who slaughtered my family. I was the original Sasuke. <laughs> well, I mean, he is. Yeah, because Neon was really into buying things from the black market, and her number one prize was the red kurta eyes, or the scarlet eyes. The shine gun. <laughs> Shut up. It's a whole other episode. <laughs> and so, so that's the second subplot. And then the third subplot is the wacky tabacky phantom lord troop. Troop. God damn, you fairy tale obsessed freak. They have a new member named Hizoka. Can we trust them? No. Can anyone trust them? No. Is a woman with the biggest nose you ever seen gonna trust Don't them? Be rude. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then we kind of had to watch the three plots kind of cross over. So the Phantom Troop basically are a, a band of thieves, even though they're really good at killing. So their goal is basically to steal everything from the auctions. And they do. I, I think they steal most of it. I don't know if they necessarily steal everything because there's a, there's a later part, but they steal most of it and somehow they got caught and they're escaping and it's like, holy shit. I think they stole from Neon. So, so Neon's group, or I guess Kurapika's group, chases down and kidnaps Uvo. And then Uvo escapes, and that's when you get the showdown between Kurapika and Uvo. And holy shit, Kurapika became like one of my favorite characters after that. That's the meme where Kurapika's like, I bought this shovel. And the very next scene, he's burying Uvo. <laughs> Would you like to explain Kurapika's chain powers where he had to eat the chains? Oh, he didn't have to... Did he? I guess technically he had to taste them. His nan type is... Conjurer. Conjurer, yes. And so he had to train a shit ton to be able to manifest nan into chains. Touching it, feeling it, doing other things to it. Not in a sexual way. No one was thinking that. It's the first thing people are thinking of. Just being printed. Nipping at the bud. Oh, God. Is Okay. What's also cool about Kurapika's powers is that each finger has a different chain and each have different powers. I know for sure the pinky one is the one that's again on his heart and he's given himself a I forget the exact word but a rule where he can only use, was it his nan abilities in general or just the emperor's eye? Emperor's eye. Okay he can only use emperor's eye against the phantom troop otherwise that chain in his heart will kill him. Hey if he couldn't use it in general then the latest arc on the ship wouldn't make any sense. Well I mean. So yeah Emperor I I believe allows him to copy anyone's Nen type. Yeah, he has access, but what does he do with it? I don't know. No, you know what? I think it allows him to use every single Nen type at once. 
damn, that's OP. But, yeah, I think that's, that's like, the point. Yeah. yeah. Because there's a little spoilers from the manga. In the most recent arc, we see that um, Krapika can take some people's Nen for a little bit and use it for himself. Dolphin syringe. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> so, he obviously has the access to every type. So, I think Emperor Eye, yeah. Also, I believe, doesn't it, when he uses Emperor's Eye, he it saps away at his life? Oh, of course. Remember how OP it is? <laughs> and didn't he have it, wait, didn't he have it on, like, for a long time on the ship in the latest arc and that's why he's like ah shit I fell asleep with Emperor's eyes still on yeah. that took away like a gazillion seconds well yeah <laughs> anyways so because the phantom troop got caught stealing there's a huge bounty put on the phantom troop's head and Gon Kilua, who are I guess headhunters now wants the bounty so now they're on the route to track down the phantom troop and crap because like are you fucking stupid somewhere at this point is when they fight Nobunaga. Who? The samurai guy. Gotcha. That was pretty cool. That was a stupid thing when there was an abandoned building and he's like, alright, I'm gonna kill you kids and Gon's like, hey, remember that thing that con man taught us? Let's do it. <laughs> and they con the samurai with their lives. I mean, that's the plot of Mob Psycho 100. Always listen to sketchy guys. <laughs> It will only get you to good places. Oh god, we never did an episode of Mob 100. And we never will. Season 3 is coming out if it's not out already. Gosh darn diddly do. That's a good series. <laughs> you used to hate it. I know, season 1 was drab, but the more you watch it, you, you kind of understand it more. It's like, oh, okay, I get that redhead kid's deal now. Kind of. You kind of get more in season 2. So yeah, Hunter Hunter, the kids escape, and then Rapika's like, well, let time to settle this at the auction. And then he he fails at his job because Krolo steals Neon's powers. Oh my god, the fight between Krolo and the Zodics. That's, um, Kilio's parents. Kilio's dad and grandfather. Holy shit, that was a good battle. There was a little subplot where, like, Hisoka was telling Kurapika things. What was that about again? Hisoka, I guess you could count that as the fourth subplot. Hisoka is pretending to be a Phantom Troop member, which I'm like, how do you pretend? You're either in or you're not. But he's pretending to be a Phantom Troop troop member because he wants to fight and kill Krolo. So he is using Krapika to help him like isolate Krolo. So once Krolo steals Neon's power, okay well actually the first thing he does is he has the whole phantom troop go on a rampage and like murder everyone. Almost everyone. Mainly the auction people. But of course Krolo wants Krapika. So Krolo tries to kidnap Gon Kirua but things go awry and Krolo ends up getting kidnapped by them. And then we lost Nose Lady. I think she dies in the handle. She dies because she was put on a condition that she couldn't talk about what happened. But she gave the six oldest members the memory of what went down and that causes her to die. Who put the condition? Krapika? I believe so. Alright, wait one second. We're gonna read on air the Krapika Ricky of all his damn powers. Scarlet eyes when he's feeling intense emotion his eyes turn red and he's able to use all five dens. Meaning that he can unlock all five chains on his fingies. This is why people are so hyped for the Dark Continent arc because Krapika's got crazy powers and a crazy like high motivation to kill some of the best strongest villains. So he has Holy Chain that allows him to heal, Chain Jail which grapples opponents basically, Dowsing Chain the chain he never uses. He's used it. Like once. Yeah I, that means he used it. Judgment Chain that's the one that wraps around people's hearts. Steel Chains when he got the dolphin syringe from that lady by stealing her Nen. And then Emperor Time makes all his Nen abilities more powerful. That's why he's one of the best. 
So how did he take Krolo's Nen away? It was the same time he put the, the condition on the nose lady. <laughs> <laughs> he put the rule on Krolo that he couldn't use his Nen or talk to any Phantom Troop member. Oh, that makes the next arc make 10 times more sense. Oh, why didn't he an exorcist and why he like kind of abandons the Phantom Troop? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think at this point, they do a handoff. Yeah. Right? Because the Phantom Troop gets... Well, they let Krolo go. Yeah. I don't know if Golden and Kilo gets anything. I think they're just like, ooh, next arc, that's all I like, baby. I mean, because he kind of did somewhat of his goal. What's weird is why doesn't... There's a reason why Krapika couldn't kill Krolo at that point. I think it was like, a, oh, you would suffer more if you didn't have your Nen than if I killed you. No, I think there's something more to that. I think there's something more... Because he wants to kill all of them. Yeah. So, I forget. There's that scene I really liked, though, of when... He Hisoka's like, Krolo, I finally have you all to myself. Let's fight. And Krolo's like, I, I don't have Nen, and I can talk to you because you're not a Phantom Troop member, so bye. Hisoka <laughs> just went, oh shit, I'm gonna, uh, Illumi, we're killing, like, some of the Phantom Troop members now. Hey, no spoilers. <laughs> Okay, why is Yorkin City your favorite art? One, Phantom Troop, super awesome. I think they have great personalities. I think they have good dynamics. They're, they're very just like, they're not high and mighty or preachy. They're just like, we want this. Because the whole origin story is that they started in like a trash city. They had like nothing. And so they decided to become thieves and take everything. And so I just think they have like a good vibe. I do say Phantom Troop has to be like one of the only organizations with a cool based off the personality. Because for the most part you don't know anyone's powers if I did not demonstrate that in the first five minutes of this episode <laughs> you see it more in Chimera and Ark which was interesting that they did that I still don't know what the mummy man's powers are his body is drilled with holes no, no sorry I meant the Egyptian guy I forgot there was a mummy man and a <laughs> <laughs> Egyptian guy oh his has something to do with powering up his punches he was very funny though see they're very funny and they're very likable except that they're a mass murder group with no regrets and qualms about it. Cell phone guy is kind of my type. Kinda. <laughs> the twink boy. <laughs> but real quick to wrap up the arc. Oh, I also like because Kurapika became like a total badass. You was like in love with that Uvo fight. Oh, that fight is amazing. It's really cool to see someone who's brute strength and someone who's all strategy. I mean, he has his chains. It helped in strength a little. It basically, the arc wraps up in that Golden Killer has no way of making that much money. And so they decide that they want to work with other people who already has access to Greed Island to kind of like, I guess kind of work with them because accomplish whatever goal they have while also accomplishing their own goal. Oh, um, you know, I'm sure we'll talk more about this in the Greed Island episode. Going fucking lucked out because he's like, we can't afford this game, Kilua. But I'm just gonna go straight up to the guy who buys it and ask, hey, you need some cool young hunters to go in that game and get <laughs> whatever item you want and that guy was like hell yeah I'm like hiring a shit ton of people come to the auditions my dude they do kind of luck out yeah yeah which is fine it moves on to the next arc yeah cause honestly if they did make enough money it, it'd be kind of bullshit yeah and then the way they explain Greed Island is like it makes sense why this other group is doing what they have to do to win the game and it's like totally worth it we'll get into that later when we do the Greed Island arc I mean I'm gonna say something controversial right now York New City is not one of my top Hunter Hunter Arcs. What? Like, okay, you're so enamored. Explain this to me. Why are you so enamored with badass villains? Because they're the reason for the action. I get, 
Yes. Because to me, like, you have to love the Phantom Troop in order to like your new city. And I do. And you do. But I don't. Why? See, here's the thing. You like simple, badass people, right? And I'm like, you cannot introduce 10 characters who basically are fun and quirky, but not really that deep yet, and expect me to fall for them. But Hunter Hunter doesn't make... It's not necessary to know these characters. And they don't equate um the showtime and the importance, you know? Like, some shows, they'll show this character a lot, and it's like, the important, you just don't give a shit. Yeah. Because Green Island had a really cool world mechanic. Command and Ark had a lot of moving pieces where you had to, like, keep in mind. And then York New City is kind of like, we want to steal from this auction. Okay, I'll stop you. No, no, the, like we said, there were the three plot lines. But the Killian and Gone was completely just, we can't write out the two main characters yet. So we're just going <laughs> to shoehorn them, you know, here and there. Not until the Dark Continent arc, anyway. Yeah, not until we establish that you guys can live without them. So I just don't care for York New City. Which is your favorite arc in Hunter Hunter? I think just off the top of my head. Top of your head? You should know this. You well, should have an answer. Any anime, I say you should have a top answer already. Because it's kind of screwed. Because Greed Island is my favorite arc. But I don't know if Justice because that's the most Greed recent one Island? I watched. Yeah, it's fun. Greed Island. To call it, okay, you have to... I will say you have to watch that twice. Because the first time you're watching, you're like, I don't get what the fuck is going on. This isn't interesting. But then the second time it goes on, like, really fast. I did rewatch it, and as a binge-watching, too. Hey, man, you don't gotta listen to me. I'm the crazy asshole who doesn't like the stupid Chimera Ant King with the blind girl. Yeah, how could you not? They are boring as crackers. No, they're super cute. Can't believe they I, I am the heterosexual queen, baby. If I don't like it, they boring. They are honorary gay couples, so I cannot like them. They're not honorary <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All monster fucking ship is an honorary gay couple, because it's about accepting people against society's norms. Did you not like the fight? I liked two fights. I thought the whole Kurapika getting a job was boring. I only liked the Kurapika versus Ugo and Krolo versus Zoldric assassins. I think like they summon a dragon? Or that? Yeah, no, they summon a ball of energy in that one. The dragon comes in the command arc. Okay. And even when we was looking over the summary to remind ourselves about Yorkie City, we were like, wait, does Kurapika just capture Krolo? Hunter Hunter is a very complex arc with a lot of moving parts, okay? It's not a simple story, but that's why it's so compelling. I don't know. When you said York New City arc was one of your favorite animes, arcs of any anime, I was like, you're joking, right? No. So you think it's on the same level as the tuning exam in Naruto? I still wonder if that's my most favorite Naruto arc, but yes. Bullashito. That's all I'm gonna say. Greed Island. That's the best arc. I like Greed Island. The villains were just, hey, these are the villains. Um, you're not really gonna see them, but that's fine because they're boring. So, so what do you like? You all get, you know, we'll get into Greed Island later. Yeah, we'll get into the next episode, and that's when Annie's gonna come up and be like, "Oh, it's the best arc ever, y'all." <laughs> I'm minty. I have a stick up my ass. Yeah, strange. I I would think I would like Greed Island because I do usually like training arcs one. Just not that one. Just not that one. Well, I guess I'm the Kurapika and you're the Phantom Troop and I'm going to hunt your ass down one day <laughs> and explain to you why you're not hot shit. Do it.